and start. All right. Hey there, folks. I'm Isaac, and I am a miserable pile of secrets. And I'm Claire, and I'm going to save the world through song. And this is Make, Make that, that Game. game. <laughs> Where we Where pitch... we... Nope, that's yours. Where we pitch the latest. Greatest. New video game ideas. That will never be made. good today wow we're both sleepy folks this is this is the sleepy cast well folks we're doing good so far uh hey claire yeah what are your latest gaming endeavors slash newses um so my latest gaming endeavors have been since i'm not apparently i just don't finish games that's not my style nobody finishes games that's the thing there's so there's a secret cult of (laughs) platinumers who get 100 they they buy games they play for a weekend they get 100 and then they sell the game back and buy the next game uh but we don't we don't talk about that oh no i've just talked about them they're (laughs) at the doors oh no all right well anyway i so i was playing kirby with you Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. which was really fun. So doing some of that, I also got, so like two weeks ago, um, itch.io, 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 a a service Mm -hmm. I had never heard about before. Like an indie game publisher thing. It's like steam for indie games, basically. Sure. Uh, you can do a bunch of stuff on it. You can just like sell pictures. It's great. Yeah. So no idea. Still apparently don't know (laughs) what this is. But I, um, they had, they were doing a fundraiser for Ukraine with a bundle of like 700 games, I think. Was that what it was? Uh, I want to say it was more than that, but. Well, I think the value was more than that, but I think the same amount between like, maybe I should look it up just to know. But anyway, so they did this, this, it was like a huge big deal. And I think they were, I think the minimum donation was $10, which was pretty ridiculous. Yeah, that's cool. not bad for that <laughs> amount of content. Uh, apparently, yeah, I think it was like over a thousand dollars worth of like content. So, um, boy. So I would, I would, I would go a little further than not, not bad. A decent so, deal. Pretty good. Moderately good deal. How many games? What if it was just? It turned out it was just like sixteen. Like somehow. No, I can't find, I can't find the list that like, cause I'm on my purchases and it shows, it shows them all, but it doesn't say like, here's how many games. Oh, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm not going to count for y'all, but it's a lot of games and some of them are PDFs. So it's not even all just like computer-based games. Um, 998 but... items. Oh, wow. By, okay. By the way. Wow. So anyway, so that's a lot. So I, I bought that because raise money is good. And also I figured it'd be fun to explore some of the games. So I've been kind of doing that. So one of them that I got was, it's called sub Uber Marine. Um, and that one is a Marine taxi arcade game. So you're a submarine. That's also basically Uber and you have to deliver like, I guess, divers to different locations in the ocean area that you're working in and you get ratings and you get money and it's very arc. I mean, like it looks straight up like an arcade so i enjoy that because i've i don't know i feel like those kind of simpler games brings me back you know to a simpler time when things were gorillas gorillas gorillas. original frogger you know these these are the things i i grew up on and it makes me sound like i was born in the in the 70s but no um (laughs) (laughs) but no but still that's what i grew up on and so it was just that's a nice one to just play and then I also was playing Wander Song, which I'm going to talk about in my honks and bonks. But that one is about a little bard who goes on a quest to save the world. Wow, so. just like D&D. Yeah, well, sometimes. <laughs> I feel like D&D doesn't always have to be world saving. It just, it just ends up being that way often. Eventually, like after you get through the first couple levels, like I think there's a certain expectation that yes, these characters will try to save the world. You should try making a game where that doesn't happen. 
Like it's like your impact is small, but also large in your hearts. Uh, <laughs> you never I'll get work past, on it. You never get past local politics, but it's okay. I'll work on it. <laughs> All right. What about you? What have you been up to gaming wise? Well, you know me, the single game player. Uh, no, I, I've played more than one. So I played Kirby with you. That was that was mentioned already. But yeah, uh, we played Kirby. And I'm going to talk about the honks and bonks that I had of Kirby. The Forgotten Land. Um, played more Elden Ring. Barely progress. Like, I don't progress in Elden Ring anymore. I just uh, flip around and do weird stuff. I'm, I'm adding a bonk to it retroactively. Um, I hate Perry. Perry bad. Elden Ring heads, you know what I mean. Uh, and you can email me and call me a scrub because that is the worst take that you've ever heard. But I am willing to take this. Um, wow. There's... My my mind is drawing a blank because I feel like there was one thing that I wanted to talk about. I think it was news rather than any gaming endeavor, but it is completely slipping my mind. Sleep sleepy podcast. Yeah, I can't. You didn't tell me, so I, I, I can't help. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so going through that extremely quick gaming endeavors from Isaac segment. Hey, you want to tell me about some honks? and or bonks you might have like if you wanted to review a game mm -hmm. and instead of giving me like a number x out of 10 or x out of five you would just list good and bad things about it in a cryptic almost unknowable fashion sure <laughs> sure 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 um all right so Oh my gosh, this was okay. Sorry. Uh, so I was just looking up the developer for Wandersong because we're going to, I'm going to honk and bonk Wandersong. And I just saw the engine that it was made on is Game Maker, which mm -hmm. I freaked out over because way back when, way, way, way back, I don't know how old I was, but I downloaded Game Maker, like a free version. And I made a game where you play as a hamburger and you have to go through a maze. And I, wanted to do more than that but didn't know how but i was still pretty proud of that one wow and you were like i'm not a gamer you were not only a gamer <laughs> you were a game developer yeah like, I, I feel like all i needed was like a couple extra like like someone to come in and be like oh here's a little tiny itty bitty bit of code for you so you know what to do and i yeah. probably could have made games like i already was making games <laughs> But. That's official. We have to work together and make a game from this podcast. Now that now that I know this secret <laughs> past of yours, this background as a game developer, secret. I was doing the same thing at the same time. I actually have a zip file with all the games that I made in my high school. I think game you've maker. shown me some of those. Yeah, I think that they don't quite work on modern computers, but like I found a way that you can convert old exes back into new game maker projects oh. and then you can build them with new game maker and then play them on modern computers i did wow. that for one demo once but yeah it was I, a complicated process i don't think the hamburger game exists anywhere anymore because i didn't no! i mean i made it on my parents computer like two computers ago as far as like them purchasing computers oh I mean, granted, my, my dad backs everything up, so I'm sure on some hard drive in a basement, it might actually exist, but like. All right, we have to enter the basement. Uh. <laughs> we have to retrieve this sacred artifact. <laughs> okay. Uh, but anyway, so this is on Game Maker, which I don't know, that made me happy. Um, but the developers are, it's interesting because there's one actual name and then two like groups. So Greg Lobanoff, a shell in the pit and dumb and fat games are the developers. Um, and also the publishers, except also humble bundle is also a publisher. Anyway, that's wander song. So wander song and fun fact, a listener of the show actually informed me that one of the people who worked on chicory also worked on wander song because she noticed, cause she's very good at music that some of the singing in wander song is the same as some of the birds in chicory. <laughs> <laughs> That's an uh, like, interesting what? little callback. <laughs> yeah, so pretty cool. Um, so anyway, so Wander Song. So you you are a bard, 
and you, I love the opening of the game. It's so cute because it has you kind of traditional, like, I guess our, it's not RP adventure, I guess, game opening where you're like, just kind of walk, you start to like play around with the controls and then there's a sword, right? Cause I feel like the first thing you get in a lot of games is a sword mm-hmm. and you pick it up and then there's a little villain and you start trying to fight them, but it doesn't work and you drop the sword and then you have to sing and then you never use the sword again. <laughs> and so I just really loved that like bait and switch of like oh get your sword it's time like equip up it's like yeah actually no Mm -mm. it's always been inside you so uh so anyway so you learn that the spirit world is um well someone from the spirit world tells you that your world is going to be consumed because it's been around for a very long time uh and it's just time to start fresh from this there's a spirit that's going to come and basically just erase the world in order to start again because it's been a long time but if you sing the earth song then you can convince the spirit to like let the world continue on so that's basically the quest is you're going to try to learn this earth song there's ghosts uh and i don't know the story of the ghost I'm, i'm very to be clear i'm not super uh, I haven't played a long time in this game, but I do feel like I've explored enough to honk and bonk it. And I can always do an updated honk and bonk if I finish. But um, the viewers love that. Yeah, they they do. The viewers, they're seeing it with their very own eyes. Um, <laughs> the listener. Oh, whatever. You know what I, I mean. Know. I know. But so it's so there's ghosts. Uh, the ghosts say things, but I only just got the power to figure out what they say. So I haven't actually gotten to know what they're saying yet. But um they're like slipping through from the spirit world. I don't know. It's very, it's very cool. It's a little mysterious. It gets spooky at times, but it's also mostly fun. So the honk is just the looks. I mean, it's so bright and fun and cool. And the ghosts are silly and great and everything's really great. <laughs> I just love the visuals of it. The, um, your little bard that you play as can do little dance moves. Haven't figured out if those are just collectibles or if you can actually use them in battle, but they're great. The colors are so bright. It's just, you know, it's a fun game. Um, The other honk I wrote is that it slaps, which I meant in that, like, (laughs) the music slaps. I mean, it has to if it's about a singing, but you can sing. So you can sing whenever you want in the game. You use it for puzzles and battles, but also you can just sing whenever you want. And so you can, like, sing along to the background music. Sometimes when you sing, you can change animals' colors or flowers' colors and, like, it's great. It's slaps. Um, and that brings me to my final honk, which is the mechanics of singing have an impact on the world of the game. So unlike chicory, where like the colors that you color don't really matter. It's more about how you use the color, like how you use the paint itself. Um, in Wander Song, the singing, like which notes you sing impacts how you play the game. So you basically have eight notes you can sing. Um, and each one is a different color as well. So you can use the color of the note or the sound to like kind of think about what you're doing and it can control puzzles as far as like moving things around. It can control how you battle a ghost because you'll have to figure out which notes the ghosts are singing and repeat that. It has, uh, like I said, it can change colors of things, which doesn't necessarily mean anything, but it still has like a direct impact on the world around you. So I really like that they've really thought through the singing mechanic and how singing is going to be both this like battle and puzzle solver like it's pretty cool so i have a question on that does does each note slash color like have a specific association like if you sing purple notes that like is the grow note and like the yellow note is the fly note i'm just throwing out random examples yeah so um or is it just okay so far as far as growing things it's been directional so it's like if i want to go up i sing like the high note Okay, because like, uh, yeah, I was just wondering if each. And then the bird, there's a bird that sings to you, and it can help you to do super jumps if you repeat its song. But that's always been random. It's not. It just does a different song every time. Okay. So I don't think each note has a has a necessarily connotation. Association. Okay. But but they all have like, they do in each setting, I guess. I don't think it stays consistent necessarily. I don't know, but it might down the line, we might get something like that. Yeah. I think it would be kind of, I I also think that it would be difficult to kind of design what these notes are supposed to be. So I could see not going for that kind of route. Um, It would, it would be like a neat thing, but I feel like it would also be incredibly difficult to come up with like 
eight separate abilities that uh like songs would also have to take those abilities into into account i feel yeah, that's true it would be tough so but the other thing that reminds me though of a honk is um there's also kind of a like uh guitar hero air-esque element so if you have to sing a longer song instead of you having to memorize it it will have the like slow like notes coming at you and you have to hit them at the right time um so that's fun too but that's very hard for me and i'm going to talk about that in my box so all right bonk time bonk 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 my first bonk is the controls but in parentheses it says because i'm a baby so um <laughs> because of the itchio bundle I had to, per like, like all of them were PC games. Like they're either PC or PDF, but there's no, like, I can't get a code to put them on the switch or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a fancy controller for my PC. I don't even have a numpad because I was not a gamer when I bought, I mean, I guess I gamed. I told someone who helped me buy this computer. I was like, well, I got to run Sims and I got to run Photoshop just make sure I can do those things because <laughs> Sims is a very also for for reference I did play Sims on PC pretty much exclusively I actually hated playing it on consoles I don't know why I just didn't like it um but it's a very mouse game like you're gonna use like control and alt and delete pretty much that's it that's all you use the keyboard for <laughs> um that's all you need yeah, other than that, you're using the mouse for the most part for a sim, so I'm very used to that. And then this game has a lot of different controls, and it's very keyboard-centric. You can use the mouse, but I find that honestly harder to use. And so it's just, it's just that's the learning curve has been really tough on that one. I'm, like, struggling with that. The funny thing, though, that's an actual honk, I mean, an actual bonk for the for the game because i don't think the fact that i can't use pc controls is a bonk for the game that's just called i can't do that no um, no, no that's 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 the biggest bonk of all <laughs> it should that, be accessible <laughs> yeah well it's that so you can obviously reset the controls most games allow you to do that and isaac helped me pick out some that were a little easier for me to use on the keyboard but when you quit the game even though it saves your progress you, it resets all the controls so i have to go in every that's... time i play that's so awkward. It's so frustrating because there's eight notes and I have a different key for each one to help me play. And so I, I have to do eight different resets every time I want to open the game. And honestly, that's probably going to deter me from playing the game very often because I'll know going into it that I have to do that big step. So, and it's not, that, I mean, it doesn't take that long, but it's still, it's just like one of those, it's like weird. Like, why wouldn't you save the controls that I've set? Well, okay. Here's the workaround. You just never turn the game off. You just keep your computer on until it's done <laughs> i actually like to turn things off sometimes disgusting as i say as i have um 10 apps open and 107 tabs for my browser across two windows well actually i have three windows open right now um yep the other bonk is that I so far have no hints in the game. There doesn't appear to be anybody to help me out here. <laughs> There's no phone call? No phone call. Now, I, I will say so far it's been pretty simple to pick up. I haven't really been stuck necessarily, but there are times that I'm a bit confused as to what direction to go. Uh, and it's fine. I mean, like I said, it's kind of fine, but I do worry for the future if, like, I do get stuck. Um, you know, what, what, what will come to pass i don't know especially if you delay picking it up for a long time because you're just like oh i don't want to do the reset thing right now <laughs> and then weeks and weeks go by and then you're like oh wait where am i again yeah we'll see we'll see there's definitely not a map yet but sometimes you get a map later on and that is the other bonk is that the world appears i don't know it, it seems pretty all over the place in the sense of like there's no like so far there's no map i can't really tell exactly where things are. And um, I'm not sure how much or little to explore, which I think was a bonk I'd had of Oxenfree too, where I'm like, if I go this direction, will I never get to go in the other direction? It's kind of like, I can't figure, I don't uh -oh. know yet how open world. So again, in like to compare to Chicory, I know that I can pretty much go anywhere I want at any time during the game, as long as I'm not in a, bat a specific battle situation, right? Uh -huh. Whereas in this game, I don't know if I can go back to areas yet. I don't know, um, like, should I be exploring more or is that going to trigger something else? It's, and this might be a me thing too, or in my head, I'm just trying to think 
a little too far ahead, like, oh, well, I don't want to miss that, but also what's over there. There's different layers in the game as far as like uh, levels, I guess. How would you say it? Like, pl- like up and I, down. Do you know what uh, I mean? Um, like you go I, up and down, like hills. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you mean, like when you say layers, you mean like literally like height wise. Yeah. Um, I guess I would just call that heights or tiers maybe yeah so it's like i'm like should i be hopping on to every single one like i don't, I don't know so i that might i might figure that out more as i go but that's kind of a little bit i feel like lost every time <laughs> like i don't know where i am i don't know where i don't know where that village was i don't know if i'll ever go back there i don't know oh you but gotta explore is... every single inch of every single mm-hmm. game that's just how know. gaming works I don't like doing that. I'm going to be honest. No, you have, you <laughs> have to like doing that. You have to play games the specific way I do. No, I find it very exhausting to do that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so that, those are the honks and bonks. I, uh, I think this is an adorable, amazing game and I'm looking forward to continuing it on, even if I have to uh, reset my controls every time. <laughs> Uh, so what I'm going to do at some point when I remember, I'm going to go in and see if I can find the game files. And if it's like the written into a text file, you should be able to change that so that it'll permanently happen. What about you? What are you going to honk and bonk for us today? I am going to honk and bonk Kirby and the Forgotten Land by H.A.L. Hal Laboratory, published by Nintendo it's on the Switch. It's a great game. If you've uh, ever played a Kirby game, this is a Kirby game, except it's 3D. And I don't mean just graphics-wise. I mean actual gameplay-wise. You can move into the screen. You can move out of the screen. You can move to the left and the right. You can hop all around. It's incredible. We've never seen a Kirby game like this before. They've all been just normal 2D gameplay-wise platformers. Uh, and to that, I'm going to jump right into my first honk. The hit detection is based on your perspective. So if if it look from the angle that you're looking at, if it looks like your attack should have hit, most of the time it will hit rather than being purely based on, you know, unknowable cubes hidden inside the game, whether they f- actually physically collide. It does take some amount of perspective slash point of view into account to make it happen, which is absolutely amazing for a game like this there's there's so many because ultimately in games like this you're you're playing a 2d projection of a 3d world the depths and like angles of things and distances relative to each other can be pretty difficult to discern for a lot of people and like this is true for almost every single game i can think of where this little quality of life feature just makes the game play a lot smoother than other games of this type. Like I was playing Mario 64, uh, the anniversary edition that Nintendo released last year or two years ago or something for that limited amount of time. And it did not have any of this kind of hit detection based on perspective going on. So it was pretty difficult to like fight Goombas or other like, you know, Mario enemies with like the punches and kicks that you can do, like jumping, they pretty much nailed down the whole jumping. They have the shadow below you, but the actual like fighting as much as you do that in Mario was kind of clunky. In the new Kirby game, this, it, it feels smoother. I almost think that the combat in this new Kirby game is smoother than like Elden Ring. Just as far as just as far as knowing or being able to intuit whether you're going to hit something or not. Like I remember in my bonks, I was saying, you know, oh, the weapon ranges are kind of weird in Elden Ring. Uh, I find a lot of times I will do like a big attack, a specific attack and think something's clearly in range. And then it's like a pixel out. And it's like because of the angle, the distances weren't quite lining up in my head the way that the game interpreted them. So mm-hmm. I feel like if, it, if this was the Kirby system, I actually would be scoring like 85% more hits. 
I will say it was nice because I was playing Kirby and I was like, wow, that was so fun. And then Isaac told me about this mechanic and I'm like, that was probably why it was so fun. Because <laughs> I, the Mario, the new Super Mario Brothers is 3D and that one is harder for me, especially in two player. I feel like very frustrated, but this did not frustrate me. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Kirby, this, this, this is a really smooth game. It's, it's, especially for newer players, I guess, like yourself who aren't as in tune with the action-based gameplay. Like it's one thing to be playing like Sims and then another to be like, oh, we have a real time like action-based like fighting enemies and there can be multiple enemies jumping at you. And it just, that little extra oomph on the player's side makes it feel a little less overwhelming to get into, especially for like newer players or less experienced with this genre player. Yeah. So my second honk, and I think last honk, um, Kirby is a little baby. The game is baby easy. Uh, so it's really good to like wet your feet in the genre. Like you could easily play Kirby in the Forgotten Land and have a blast playing through that and then play something like a new Mario, new Super Mario or whatever we were playing together. And with that little bit more experience, build up into that. And then, you know, the next game after that is obviously Elden Ring, hmm. which is despite every bone in my body telling me otherwise, I feel like is the same kind of core gameplay slash genre. <laughs> Uh, I don't know about that. As both Kirby and the Forgotten Land and like, look, look deep in your heart. You know it to be true. All right. On to the bonks now. So uh, I know I said it was a honk, but also kind of a bonk in that the, the, the game is a little too easy. Because if you're coming like me from like an experienced gamer background, now imagine I'm wearing cool gamer glasses and like drinking Code Red or something. That's the game fuel. That's what it is. Um, and playing Elden Ring, it can be kind of like whiplash going from Elden Ring to baby easy Kirby game, which takes every every moment it can to make the game like as easy and fun as possible so that that challenge graph curve whatever uh that i think i mentioned last episode or the episode before it starts at a really low point and while it does go up it like it, it trusts that the player is getting better at the game i think it's very easy to come in at that at like the midpoint of the chart and then just never never get a point where it it cross the line crosses your initial skill. So that's kind of a bonk uh, where a lot of people are just like looking for like a little bit of challenge, even in their relaxing games, except for if they're playing like, you know, Sims or Animal Crossing, like pure well, I mean, relax mode games. There's, those have challenges, I think. Um, true, I guess I haven't. Well, Animal Crossing... What? I guess for Animal Crossing to me is challenging to get the motivation to do all the things that, that you could. <laughs> like, I feel like that's like, it's like, I'm just sleepy. I don't want to do it. Whereas I feel like at least when there's like stakes, I'm like, all right, I will do this challenge. That's fair. Yeah. And then Kirby always has the stakes. Like you want to get to the level, end of the level. You want to see the cute little dance. Which... And for Sims, it depends on like what your goal, like, obviously we've talked about this before, but you really set your own goal with Sims and like, you know, some people, if you're not playing with cheat codes, I mean, there can be days where like everyone's going to die and you're just trying to keep them alive, but they keep falling asleep in their food. They're too tired to eat, but they're starving and they're going to die. <laughs> like this I is a real thing. That was a feature. Oh my so God. If you know, again, it depends how you play, but, and then the people who play with cheats usually have their own like end game in mind, but that's yeah. why they're using the cheats. So uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's some All stuff. Right. All right. Well then, I don't know. Maybe disregard what I. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. To me, the easiness is a little like, yes, I can shut my brain off and just tap some buttons for a little bit, but it it's not engaging me to like play for hours at a time like Elden Ring is. I keep <laughs> saying Elden Ring. Like Isaac, play another game. I'm starting to sound like the uh, Harry Potter people who like only reference Harry Potter. Or oh. to, to the my favorite tweet, uh, 
person who has only ever watched Boss Baby watches a second movie and is like, hmm, getting a lot of Boss Baby vibes. <laughs> I feel like I'm starting to sound like that. But, but um, okay, my, my second bonk is that the second player, so there's the drop-in second player whenever you want. Uh, you can hand the one of the Switch Joy-Cons to another player, and they can play as Bandana Waddle D. And Bandana Waddle D does have a full move set, so it's at least like exciting. It, it is a little entertaining to play. You have multiple things that you can do. You're not just running around, you know, like, oh, I can do a basic attack and, you know, the main player is doing everything and I can feel a little like fun. I'm just the cute guy on the screen. So it's a little better than most games like this with the, uh, I think people call it the girlfriend mode, but it locks you out of the Kirby, the cool Kirby powers. Yeah, or you can't get any powers. So yeah, I played as this, and yeah, it was, it was fun. Like I will say, I, I was effective. Like I liked being able to tell that, like, oh, I am making a difference. But mm-hmm. I think the difference is so if you play like Mario, you can do a similar where you just give someone a Joy-Con and you join in. But you can get like if I play as Peach, I still get all the pa- like I can still get like fire power, ice power, you know, cat in- power. Yeah, whatever in whatever genre that is. But like with this one, yeah, there's no change. You can't get any new anything. Yeah, the main draw of Kirby games is the power (laughs) absorption. And the second player is locked out of that. And so here's the weird part for me. It is well established that there's a pink Kirby, a green Kirby, a red Kirby, a blue Kirby, a yellow Kirby, et cetera, et cetera. All most other Kirby games, if there is multiple Kirby's on screen, they have already resolved that. There is different colors of Kirby. You can have the other player be a different colored Kirby with absorption powers. Okay, that would be very fun, actually. Yeah, I, I'm not 100% clear on what they were doing with that, so I'm giving it a bonk. <laughs> but yeah, that's a Kirby in the Forgotten Land by Hal Laboratory. Wow. All right. All right. That's my review. And now that I've given it a review, I am mighty in the mood for maybe hearing a game pitch or two. Do you happen to know anyone, Claire, that might have a game pitch that let I can uh, listen to? Yeah. Let me call them up. Beep, 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 boop. Oh, hi. It's me. Uh, it's, it's me. It's Claire. Oh, I called, hi. I called yeah. myself because I have a game pitch for you. Whoa. That's oh, what? Wow, amazing. Can yeah. can I please hear it? I'm starving for that game pitch. Sure, sure, sure. So this is inspired uh, by last night's uh, mention of a game from one of my friends. So uh, for those of you who don't know, last night I was supposed to go to a concert. <laughs> and it for, was- For those of you who don't know, did we mention <laughs> on the last five? But how many listeners do know? Like, hey, hello, Claire's mom. Hello. <laughs> yeah, they don't even listen yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. I know, I know. Um. Anyway, yeah, we we're supposed to go to a concert last night. It got canceled an hour before doors, so that was great. <laughs> and uh, but I was with some of my friends, and so I do them... want to note, it's we drove, we went two hours early, and it's an hour drive. So we were told 15 minutes yeah, before we, were, we arrived we on were location. Basically at the venue at that point. Yeah. We were approaching, <laughs> quickly approaching the venue um, when we heard about it. So anyway, uh, but we were with friends and one of them mentioned a game I had come up with that was an in-person silly idea. So I'm going to explain that first. I'm going to explain how it becomes a video game. Okay. So the, so the working title, by the way, is Bachelorette Party. Now, my silly idea had been, because my friend and I had been out uh, one night and we ran into a bachelorette party and they looked like they're having a lot of fun. And so, and we also on a different occasion were in a store and they sold some like bachelorette accessories. And one of the things was a bag of dice that had like silly things you should do on your bachelorette party. I can't remember any specific to be honest, but you know, like Aww. request the song, dance on a table, you know, something like that. So you'd roll the dice and do the thing. And we thought this was hilarious. And so we kind of combined these ideas and I came up with the idea of having, if you had a group of friends and every, I guess, I think I said week at the time, but now that I'm, you know, approaching 30, I'm like probably month, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you would go to bar and you'd roll a dice before you go to see who the bride was. And then that person would wear a ring 
and then everyone else has their bachelorette party and you have to go to a different bar each time and you'd have a different bride every weekend and the idea is that you just get oh to my act God. like a bachelorette party every weekend nope this is too much <laughs> with this a rotating bride i think it sounds like a whole lot of fun and the idea was really to get guys because i feel like guys flirt with uh bridal parties a lot so it was supposed to be this like way to really attract free drinks and such and that's why you had to rotate the bride because the person who's the bride can't really go home with anyone believably (laughs) yeah that Um, or you know it would look bad for i should say that we were all single when this was this idea was dropping so (laughs) okay thank you for the disclaimer i was (laughs) real work (laughs) this is a while ago but anyway she mentioned this in the car so i was thinking what if there's like kind of like a jackbox style party game that was similar I haven't played okay. that much Jackbox, but this is how this is the only way I can see it working because I think it has to be a group game um, for it to be fun. And so you, it would be dice like you'd roll virtual dice and to figure out like who is the bride, and then um, you would also roll dice to do challenges. And so you'd have to complete those challenges in each bar, and the goal would be to stay out until closing time. So you have to whatever that is, you have to stay out until what two a.m. or whatever. Um, and, and things that would make you like not succeed is if you, if you don't succeed in doing a challenge, if you get caught, I'm not sure how you would, but there'd be some mechanic there. I don't know if it's right. like a well, werewolf it, it type situation. It would depend on the or, dice rolls. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, if you get caught is like not being a real bride or bridal party. Um, or if like someone like passes out or like cries in the bathroom, they get too drunk, then you have, <laughs> then you lose. So your, your goal is to keep everyone safe and happy until close. Um, and you would play, I, again, so Jackbox, for those who might not know, it's like a multiplayer gaming system usually played. I guess you can play in person too. I've played in person, but it's like a party game stuff. I've so you, mostly played in person, actually. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm really not, but I haven't played much. Um, but yeah, like party games, like they have Pictionary. What was the game we played? What was that like? The spooky one? Oh, that was the murder mystery mansion or something. But like, ultimately, it was, uh, I think, just a quiz game. Yeah. Okay. So like Jeopardy style. So, you know, it's just like you get a bunch of friends, you answer, you do things. It's fun and funny. So that's kind of how I see this, like lighthearted, goofy, like for friends at a party. And it's called Bachelor Party. And that's my game. All right. Well, that is quite the idea. Uh, and I like the real life inspiration. I like the storyline of this game like the the not not the storyline of the game but the storyline of how this game came oh you could also get points for like the numbers you get yes you can like get guys numbers that could be good too i think this could also be a nice one page rpg oh yeah playing game yep Um, oh that would actually be really fun (laughs) you could post that on itch.io where people can buy it that would be really fun. All right. For 99 cents. Maybe we'll or make that game. pay what you want. Maybe Actually, we'll t- make that game. TM, TM, TM. No, no one else can make it. I'm making yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. If if we say TM, TM, TM after we've described a game, that's the one game you can't make, folks. Yeah. We're allowed. New rule We're allowed. on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's my game. But uh, do you do you know anyone who might want to pitch to me now that I've like gone through this the whole thing? It's like nice to, to hear someone else pitch. Oh, no. Uh, I actually can't think of anyone. Sorry. Oh, all right. Well, anyway, moving on to our third. <laughs> no, all right. Well, hey, end of the pot. No, wait, I'm just kidding. It's actually me. I do have a game to pitch oh, to cute. you. I have a game called, are you ready for this? Sit down. So. I'm sitting. You're going to want to be sitting down sitting. for this. I'm already, I've already, I've been sitting. Okay. Extracurricular. Oh boy. Is this a learn about game? Actually, it's <laughs> technically the opposite. Okay, that. All right. So here's here's my one sentence pitch. I catch you in the elevator. I am desperate for you to invest in my game idea. I only have six seconds before the security guard pries me out. I'm desperately clutching to the door of the elevator. Is this, I'm sorry. Is this the game or is this the pitch? No, no, no. This is this is me pitching. I'm okay. setting up the okay. scene for right. my one sentence elevator okay. pitch. Uh, okay. It's a car sim by someone who doesn't know anything about cars parentheses or school and parentheses and the school part i put that in parentheses because the 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 plot of this game the setup for this game is you're a student at a prestigious school for car heads 
Okay. Uh huh. Like real car heads, like who boy. Um, and I don't know anything about cars, so I imagine myself making this game, doing no research, and just thinking about all the soup up mods that you could pull off. So I I am familiar with a game series called Gran Turismo, which is a real car simulator for real car heads. This game is not for real car heads. This is for people who uh are not no that people like me who just like silly things so well, i feel like the game is also for to make car heads upset probably like it a little would probably it's a little funny them, right it's, a little, it's funny. a little funny to see them get upset yeah and all right so you know as the student uh you have to do races and those races actually determine your grades in your various classes, which are history, science, math, etc. But for some reason, instead of giving you like a normal math test, they put you on races. But the race courses are themed to each class. And now oh, based like on that. so so in order to mod your car to do well at these races, you actually have to do side jobs, which are represented by a bunch of like little mini games. You earn money by doing these side jobs. So the the brunt of the gameplay is actually the mini games. I feel like you'll spend most of your time doing that. Kind of like Neopets, Neopoints earners. Mm-hmm. Like those kind of, just like random things. Like, okay, play Pong and earn 50 bucks to buy a new carburetor. Is is that a car thing? Carburetor, they have those, right? You know, get an oil change by playing tic-tac-toe. So anyways, you can't get good grades in math unless you improve your car's carburetor mm-hmm. you gotta soup up you gotta overclock the uh the motor a little bit so that's actually the entirety think, of the game idea think, that's, i think we're already making car heads mad which is perfect yeah no <laughs> that's extracurricular that's that okay. you you so do mini games say, to get money to race cars to get good grades. So I was Boom. gonna say at first I was like I feel like you only put the school part in here because you wanted the pun. But then when you said the tracks are school subject themed, I was all in, and I'm yeah. gonna fund that game. <laughs> Woo! I did it. So <laughs> love it. Yes, I I actually I I will be honest. The original pitch that I was working with was called extracurricular but the extra was its own thing and you were an extraterrestrial in school and then i realized extra car which a 100 percent better pun and was and an actual funnier pun game and a funnier game i could more straightforward out. game too and a more straightforward game exactly so extracurricular y'all could have been stuck with extracurricular and you would have been like, that is literally just a word. There's no, that's not really a pun. But yeah. I, I pulled anyway. through. I, I came through with a good idea. So yeah, anyways. Anyways. We're going to hit you with that rapid fire round, folks. The three words, are you ready? Are you timing? Wait, hold on. I don't have my clock open. Hold on. The three, the three, my alarm is on. Okay, the three words. I'm ready. All right. Bill. Bill. Teenager. T- teenager. Delete. Delete. Okay, you are a duck who goes through file systems and deletes um, deletes the browser history f- for teenagers so okay. before their parents finds them. Okay, I, I have an amendment. Okay, so you're a duck. I'm going to keep it being the duck. You're go. You're the duck going to the file systems. You're changing grades. You're deleting grades. Okay, maybe. But if you know, delete feel... the grades, is that just an F? Okay. Well, I feel like browser histories. How's that fun for the viewer or the gamer? Like, oh boy, I deleted it in time. I don't know. But like, messing with records—that's devious. <gasps> you are a duck that deletes student debt. Oh, yep. That's it. We did it. That's the one. <laughs> that's it. So you're, yeah, you're a duck and you, and I don't know what the challenges are, but maybe like they're hacking well, you have challenges. To, you, you, so it's hacking, but it's Hollywood hacking. So the yeah. duck oh, has yeah. to like sneak through levels <laughs> to get to the mainframe. Right. It's like dump, dump, dump. And then every time he gets there, he goes, I'm in. Yeah, exactly. You go, I'm in. And then it starts a new mini game where a bunch of, uh, of zeros and ones start falling from oh, the yeah, top of the screen like and it's like a, them. 
I was thinking more of like a DDR. Oh, oh, kind of situation. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you, you have to press the keys like the zeros yeah. and ones or so like other so keys. You would look like you're hacking, sort of. Exactly. I actually loved. There's a website. Quick tangent, but um, I forget what it was. But in college, I used to just put it on for fun where it, it um it's just a browser window that's all black and when you type anything it just types random code in green so oh, you can pretend, yep. so you can just like <laughs> pretend you're coding and it's that was funny anyway yes so this game will have that feature as you press just zero and right. one or whatever the <laughs> keys are uh a bunch of hacking text will appear on the screen like you're actually doing something and then you delete and it's how much debt can you delete in a certain amount of time i think this is beautiful yeah. um i think we should call it Duck, duck, delete. You know what? I'll take it. Duck, duck, delete. <laughs> duck, duck, delete. And uh, it's remove your student. Remove that debt. I love it. All right. Boom. All right. Nailed it in three minutes. We had two left. Good, good, good. All right. Are you ready for the next three words? Uh, yes. Born Here ready. They come. Here they are. Here they're happening. Mechanical square elephant. Mechanical square elephant. So you that's are just a noun. That's just a noun. With yeah. Some well, so mechanical square elephant, and obviously robots are squares and mechanical. So you are piloting a mechanical elephant to battle kaiju in a city where all the buildings are obviously also squares. So this is all coming. This is all coming together real feels, easy. Does feel a little Minecrafty though, but can you explain what kaiju are to anyone else? Ka kaiju are giant monsters like Godzilla or all of the villains of the Power Rangers fought. Um, okay, I did not know the Power Rangers fought monsters. Interesting. Oh yeah, they did. They jumped into their giant Zords, which were also squares, basically like giant blocky robots. Uh, okay. So yeah, so you are the elephant robot protector of the city now you get bonus points for defeating monsters with minimal damage to the city oh, but it's uh -huh. also more fun to destroy the city so that's that's the temptation there there's dark side and light side going I mean, on i do feel like i feel like this game kind of wrote itself i mean it's very it was very clear what this it, game was about sometimes they do just write themselves mechanical square um, elephant and you're like okay well you're a mechanical square elephant that's but, what but, you are we do still need a little bit more gameplay concept. I feel like we, we've just described a game without getting into the gameplay, but we okay, are a game right. design. So, so okay. I'm thinking, I'm thinking your trunk and each of your four legs are bound to different sets of keys. So you oh, have good. to move around. So, so I was so also you, thinking of a difficulty and movement type of situation. Yep. You manually manipulate each limb separately and that natural clumsiness of having to do that. So it's kind of like Quop, the old Flash game Quop, where you were like a track runner and you'd press QWOP to bend like each of your knees and feet and stuff. So it's basically that. But you're a giant elephant robot fighting things instead of being a track runner. So the natural clumsiness is obviously going to lead you to destroying accidentally a ton of cities. It's just how precise can you be with this clumsy action system? Mm -hmm. What's the name? The name, I mean, I almost think Mechanical Square Elephant is a really good name. But <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. Two minutes and 22 <laughs> seconds left. I just think it's good. I was going to say, too, maybe there could be like an, a VR version where you are the elephant. <laughs> oh, my God. We love right. the VR. We do love the VR. All right, here we go. Final three words. Are you ready? Yes. Lake. Passive. Housing. Like this could be my game from last week. Mystery at Lake. Yeah, <laughs> except you have to get passive income. But it can't be because we you already have to get passive it. income by investing okay, in the housing market. It's Airbnbs. <laughs> yes. It's Lake Airbnbs, and you're getting passive income from your Airbnbs. Everybody go back to episode two <laughs> to listen to uh, Claire's game pitch. No, but here, this is going to run more like, um, like one, it's another one of those SpongeBob games where it's like, you know, like order up and you're like, oh, this person needs a Krabby Patty and a burger. And then this one needs a, so you have to like give people commands in order. Claire, I'm sorry. You sound like a crazy people. <laughs> okay. There's lots of, this is version of 
flash game that I used to play a lot. There's many different varieties of it, but where you basically have to give commands in an order. So it's like, Simon says, no, like, so you're like managing a restaurant, for example, and there's like a spill. So you have to clean up the spill, tidy the table, serve the customer, a certain dish. And like the, the commands go in order. It's very much like the Sims in the way that you command people to go, but there's usually a time limit or like angry customers. You've really never played a game like this. I can't really think so, but if Neopets had a version of it, I probably did. I'm sure Neopets had a version. I, I feel like Listen, I played this. I didn't play a lot of Flash games, okay, except for Neopets games. Let me just... I was a real hardcore gamer. Okay. I was busy playing Final Fantasy XI, which is an MMORPG that I only got to level 19 out of 75 in. So, wait. Oh my god, my grandma's house had a had a dos machine that had a game that oh my god yes it was about making cakes or cupcakes or something okay no that sounds familiar and and you had to you 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 had to do i think it was the colors but yes i i know what you mean you you had different buttons which would do different operations and then each cupcake had a certain order that you had to do okay all right, you you won me over with this one. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners, that I can't come up with like an actual game example for you to <laughs> Google. I will try to link one in the show notes. Um, but anyway, so that's how I imagine it. So like you have to like clean the Airbnb, check guests in, because you'll have multiple lake houses that you're managing. Um, like hi, make sure your hide a keys all set, you know, like all, like fulfill to a certain extent. Needs. This is the Yakuza mini game um kind of the the, the way you yeah the way you described it to me yes so that's the gameplay <laughs> i envisioned for this okay so we did that we need to name it because i feel like we're running out of time because that was a big tangent um yes so we okay. have two minutes okay so, oh that's not too bad so it was lake passive, passive. housing so i want to be like live laugh lake no wait why would you not be live laugh lake <laughs> okay it's live laugh lake <laughs> Yeah, Live Laugh but, Lake. Folks, a minute and 30 seconds left. Live Laugh Lake. That's that your game one, of the right? night. That was the third one, yeah. Okay, wow, that's it. That was our, we did that it. Was our podcast. We did it. We made it through another episode we against all the odds. We did. We were working against the odds. Yeah, if the first half sounds weird, we had some technical difficulties. There's actually almost 12 hours in between <laughs> recording. <laughs> the first half oh we're just the second half we are just throwing the curtain away we're not even stepping out from behind the curtain we're just throwing it away yeah there was extreme technical difficulties today folks (laughs) so anyway so we're glad we're glad we all made it we made it here together uh, you can tweet at us at make that game pod. You can DM us on Instagram at make that game pod. And please email us make that game podcast at gmail.com with game ideas, your challenges to our honks and bonks, ideas of games you want us to honk and bonk, and maybe a title of a game you want us to use as a inspiration to figure out what that game could be about. So um, if you heard a game idea that you liked, um, besides Bachelorette Party TMTMTF, TM, TM, then you can go ahead and make, make that, that game. game.